Grace, mercy, and peace are yours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, usually at the baptism of our Lord, we focus on the miracle and impressive stuff. The booming voice crying down from on high comfort. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The dove resting on the shoulder of our Lord. It's beautiful stuff. It's a powerful miracle. It's probably the clearest picture of the triune God we are presented with in the entirety of the scriptures. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in action, in union. But the more I study the text, the more I got to think that Jesus was a little bit more focused on the moments leading up to it than the actual miracle itself. That for all the commotion of the miracle, the waters probably felt pretty lonely to Jesus, standing there, staring down John, who was not exactly comfortable with this whole thing either. Because well, Jesus doesn't need repentance and the forgiveness of sins. He's God. No sins to forgive. No sins to repent. The thing is, though, everybody else needs that. So when Jesus enters into that river, it can really only end one place where sins are forgiven. The cross, where he'll die. The baptism of our Lord is the beginning of a ministry that would fulfill all righteousness. Not just talk about it, not just describe it and promise it, but actually get it done. To fulfill all righteousness is to see sins punished. To fulfill all righteousness is not simply to ignore that which is wrong in the world, but to see our Lord become that which is wrong in the world and end the only place where that can end. When Jesus walked into those rivers, he was stepping into death itself. I gotta think he was scared. I know he felt alone. He knew to walk into those waters meant he was gonna die. It's an awful truth we try to avoid thinking about. We are going to die. That that's a thing that happens. We tend to avoid the people who are going through it because it's an awful reminder. We push back against it with New Year's resolutions to be healthier. But from our very first breath, we're counting down. I know it in the funerals that I have done in my relatively short time wearing this getup. I know it in the loss of two of my children. And I know it in what that does when I have to look at my family. We're going to die. All of us. I don't know when, but that's probably okay. 
I don't know that I'd really want it stretched out over my head, making all the time between there and here something terrible like Jesus standing in the water dreading what comes next, but just eager to get on with it. As much as we try to put it out of mind, the problem is once it wiggles its way in, we can't really stop thinking about it. So if death is on your mind, if you hear it whispering or reaching toward you or yours, please know why Jesus stood in those waters this day. It was for you. It was for yours. It was to fulfill all righteousness. It was to stand in our place on a road paved with sin that only ends in death, to rip out each brick formed with our sins, to destroy that tower that we would build to hell completely, to be the sacrifice that is pleasing to the Father, and to grant to water every bit of joy and hope and life found in a holy dove and a booming voice promising that everything is going to be okay. Our Lord entered into those waters to empower them with the word. Our Lord entered into those waters so that for us they would be more than just a chance to pledge allegiance to the Jesus, but a hope that life cannot be destroyed by sin, a hope that life cannot be undone by death, a hope that even when we die, our Lord died first, and he is risen, so we will rise too, so that we would face that last great enemy, death, with the very same sign, you are baptized that water brings a promise of a God who will stick around because he has promised that nobody dies alone. Nobody. And nobody stays dead either. For Christ bore the cross to Easter and he drags us with him. Christ is risen from the dead. You are baptized. That means you will rise too. You already died. You are united to him in his death in your baptism. And so you will certainly be united to him in his resurrection. I don't know when I'll fall asleep. I still don't like thinking about it. And I'm still trying to exercise and push back against it every chance that I get because death is the enemy. It's never a friend. But it is a conquered enemy. It is a vanquished foe. It is not one that God will let own you anymore. For Christ stepped into the Jordan to be baptized for you so that you can know what your baptism means. It means that death cannot hold you anymore. Jesus stepped into death this day so that we can sing in the face of it. We can find joy in a world where death permeates us but cannot own us. We can enjoy sunsets and family, hobby and music, we can find pleasure in all of the gifts that God gives because we know that we have the greatest gift of all. We are the baptized. We already live in the very same waters that Jesus stood in. Now, when we enjoy the gifts that God gives us in this world, it is not a desperate chance to ignore that it will end. Now, it is simply rejoicing in the fact that we have gifts now and in the life to come. Now, it is not taking our mind off that which we don't want to think about, but rejoicing that we don't have to think about it at all. In our baptism, we are free from the curse of death. In your loved one's baptisms, we find the same. We're not running from death anymore. We're not just trying to forget it for a little while. Instead, we're actually taught to remember our death. Remember you will die. 
Remember your baptism, where you already did. Remember what comes next. This is how Christians face the life in the world. Every morning, in your small catechism, Luther told you, make the sign of the cross to remember that you were baptized. Whatever you face this day, you face as one who has already conquered death. Be not afraid. Right before you go to bed, make the same sign. Remember your baptism. Whatever you messed up this day, you're baptized. Your sins are forgiven you. Nothing can rip you from the kingdom. Go to sleep in peace. Remember that the thing that we're the most scared of has already been conquered by him who bore the cross and rose again. Remember, you are tied to it. You are baptized. You are already drowned. You are already raised. In the name of Jesus, amen.